0: show with curries black tag sale now on in-store and online
1: It's that most wonderful time of the year for us here on The Last Word of Today FM. As you know, we're a bit addicted to our gadgets, Andy O'Donoghue and myself and Andy is going to be with us between now and seven o'clock and a whole range of other guests who have been road testing various products that we have sourced from curries.ie and Elaine Burke is with us as well, who of course does TV and streaming for us on a Monday, but is also the host of the For Tech's Sake podcast and um, we've asked you to look at headphones. Now, If you go for earbuds, should you get earbuds that are of the same brand as the phone that you might have?
0: Oh, you don't have to. No, not at all. Um, and there's, you know, there's a lot of price variance if you go away from the phone device that you had, especially if it's an iPhone.
1: Because <laughs> so, they're the most expensive earbuds yeah. you can get
0: to go with your iPhone, 100%. They? You can always just check the compatibility and it will tell you on the box if it's going to be compatible with your device. And uh, like when it comes to Android, you really won't struggle to find a variety of options there as well. Uh, What's the, the one you had a look at first? The ones that I tested were from JBL. a uh, Really good uh, brand when it comes to sound uh, technology. Uh, they were the Live Pro 2 TWS uh, Bluetooth earbuds. So they're the in-ear, kind of like a rip-off of Air- AirPods essentially. Um, they're €109, Euro, um, so definitely cheaper than AirPods.
1: Probably half less less than <laughs> half the price.
0: Yeah. Um, and they're good quality. Like I said, J- JBL is a pretty reliable brand if you're buying audio tech that's not quite at the top end of the scale in terms of price. Now, they were really comfortable, I found, but that's always subjective, I think, depending on your ears and stuff like that. But I found these were quite comfortable. They were quite good when it came to noise cancelling and all that kind of stuff. But the battery just gets decimated by the noise cancelling. So I went on a short walk straight out of the box. They were supposed to be up to 100% charge and my 20 minute walk, like they were gone. There was maybe a 30% charge left, but it dropped really quickly oh, that's because nearly I got useless. That's if I had the noise cancelling and I was doing loads of testing with the noise cancelling on that walk. Now, when I turned that off, which you can do through the app easiest is the way to do it, is to turn it off completely. They lasted ages and and the uh, case will hold a charge as well. So if you carry around the case with you, which is nice and lightweight as well, you can put them in that and boost them on, on, on your way.
1: But I suggest it's best to buy cheap because you're almost certain to lose them.
0: This is what I find with these. They're so easy to lose. Now, like I said, these are comfortable and there was no, like, they felt like there was no risk of them falling out or anything like that, even if I was active and running and that kind of thing. And I do check that, (laughs) waving the head around and stuff. Um, But you want a good fit in that case as well. And again, that's very subjective. You'd nearly want to be able to try them out and try them on. Andy, I'm surprised you
1: didn't give any over-ear or overhead earphones this year?
2: Yeah, I, su- I suppose, Matt, they're, it's not that they're less popular, but people, like music is a very personal thing. Um As Elaine mentioned, walking, running, all those things, in-ear headphones, um, the earbuds are the things, the type of headphones that people seem to be buying the most of uh, at the moment. And I would say there is kind of a consideration when you're buying headphones you know, you can, a lot of people buy headphones to watch television or to listen to audio books now. Even TV, Sennheiser has headphones specifically for television. And if you buy something, if you step up to something like the, uh, the Bose Quiet Comfort, they, they're about 50 euros off, um, at Curry's at the moment. But they are superb for television and audiobooks as opposed to something like the Sonys or the JBLs that Elaine tested, which are better for music. But in regards to over-ear headphones, the Sony uh, WH-1000XM5s are unquestionably the market leader. Five-star reviews from everybody. I use a pair myself. And if you are looking for them this year, they're, um, they're the one to buy.
1: Okay. What about portable Bluetooth speakers? What did you look at here, Elaine?
0: So I had... Portable Bluetooth speaker last year from JBL. And my complaint was that it didn't feel that portable. It felt room to room portable, but maybe you wouldn't throw it in your backpack. But this Flip 6 solves that problem. It's, it's properly compact and lightweight. I think they've only made a slight change to the dimensions, but it really felt different to the last one I had. I felt like I would put this in a bag to go on holiday and, and be able to play music in the hotel or whatever, which is something that I do like to do with a portable speaker. So. Uh, it's definitely the one to buy, I think, when it comes to portable speakers because the sound is really, really good. It's nearly too bassy, but you get an Mm -hmm. app that you can bring that down if you choose to. There's an equalizer settings on the app. And it's just, it's a really simple device. what sort of price... It's that. uh let me just double check some of the price changes. It's there 109 from Carice. Oh. Um like it's pricey enough, but like it's durable and it's waterproof, so you get a good mm. amount of use out of it. Great charge capacity as well. And I just like a device that does what it's meant to do, and the app is really simple as well. There's nothing complicated about this. It's it's just does what it says in the tin. Okay, something
1: else, Elaine, you looked at was uh the Robertson Plus DAB plus FM, Bluetooth clock radio.
0: Yeah, so this is, if you want to wake to radio... Um and not use your phone because a lot of people are trying to actually switch from doing that because it kind of starts you off using your phone immediately. At yeah, the start lots of the people day.
1: say the best thing to do is avoid your phone for the first half hour hour of the day. Don't be getting the glare of the screen. Just as well as you don't use it going to bed at night. Yes. Steer clear of it for the sake of your mental health for the first hour of the morning.
0: Fully recommended. And some people try to use their phone to maybe soothe them to sleep. So this clock radio doesn't just have wake sounds; it has sleep sounds, and you can set them for like a default timer of a certain amount of time. It'll turn off itself and. They, they can have things like, you know, a babbling brook or like the the coastal sounds of water and stuff like that. Really nice idea. And then
1: wake up to Ian D M C and gift club with
0: Mario. Exactly. Now you can set, I think it's just two alarm presets that you can set, but there's, you know, auto, you can automatically set for weekday and weekend without having to manually set the each day, which is nice. And uh, you can kind of set it to the last station that you were listening to. So there's nice little touches to the settings here. If you unplug or if you have a power cut in the middle of the night, this has a backup battery that will remember your settings when it turns back on, which is really good to hear because that's actually a concern that people have with clock radios is that it might you might be power cut during the night and then you don- won't have your alarm set. That's, that's a really common problem. So some really nice touches to this, but there's also a few things that I found annoying where the touchscreen wasn't quite responsive enough and the menu settings, it was actually a bit of a route to get into the certain menus and luckily set up is something that you shouldn't do once and then you probably won't be changing your alarm too much, but it's a bit fiddly and countering intuitive with its controls. That's my only complaint about it, really. It's stylish because it's from Roberts, so it looks good too.
1: Yeah, okay. There's something else Elena. I want to ask you about and you've got one for the kids, because we don't want to leave the children out of this. And this is uh, a karaoke system for kids.
0: This was great fun
1: this I wasn't just say. for kids clearly huh?
0: so not just for kids so I did get some kids to test this out and in true uh, toy show fashion I got the, uh, my niece to score it out of 10 and she said it's a 9 out of 10 because the songs are crap <laughs> so she didn't like the pre-installed songs on this device but you don't just have that to play around you have all these sound effects and there's like voice effects through the microphone that you can play around with my brother actually figured out how to play the uh, oh yeah song from Ferris Bueller Okay, this is a tech
1: machine <laughs> isn't it?
0: This is a VTech machine, yeah and no, it's got... Um, Sorry,
1: the, v- the VTech Kiddie Superstar kiddie. DJ and karaoke system which is
0: 60 quid it is, yeah, 59.99, so yeah, 60 quid. Uh, it has those songs built in. They're not great. This, this is for age six and up, and the songs were really chi- childish. Like can worse you than add other songs in? You can plug in a device to play other songs, but it needs to have a jack, which most fine phones don't have. Lots of phones have gotten rid of the jack outlet. So you can get a jack adapter. They're very unreliable. So that's disappointing. But there is another version of this that has a Bluetooth connection. So if that's something that you really want to be able to do, you can do that. And you re- can record songs on it. Only two, two and a half minutes. Recordings, but that was a lot of fun that we had as well playing them back and listening okay. to what we'd recorded
1: Andy I want to bring you in on televisions because it is a time of year when a lot of people might decide that they want to invest in a new television what's your favourite of what's available at present?
2: I, first time I saw the Samsung frame, Matt, I absolutely fell in love with it. And it's available in a number of sizes. And um, I, I think the the entry-level version, uh, usually priced at 1,500 euros, there's 350 quid off at the minute. So it's 1,149. I really like it. It's a Samsung television, but it doubles as a picture frame. And it's incredibly flat. It's fit fits neatly to the wall and believe it or not you can subscribe um, uh, to um, a, a service that provides you with artwork so you have this absolutely authentic looking picture frame but it turns into a television uh, it's available in uh, actually bigger sizes, it goes right up But um, So
1: you, you fit this flush to the wall do you? And
2: then where do all your, where do all your cables go? Well that, that's the thing so you have to do it really carefully and probably professionally done but S- Samsung TV, tremendous screen Really nice television uh, to watch, but I love that kind of uh, home decor feature. You know where it turns into a picture frame. It's a novelty, but it's great fun. Okay, how big is the screen? They start, I think, at forty two, and they go right up to sixty five. So there's various sizes of it, and they do get significantly more expensive as they get. Yeah,
1: what sort of prices are we talking about?
2: Um, that's at the moment. I think it's down to eleven fifty.
1: Okay, what other televisions have you taken a liking to?
2: So there's a couple. I mean, there's, you know, great value televisions are something that we tend to see at this time of year because people buy them given the winter. And um, Samsung have a really nice 55-inch uh, smart 4K Ultra HD TV. And it's got Bixby and Amazon Alexa built in. There's a hundred quid offer at the minute. But, you know, I just think for 4K, it's great value. And it's the kind of thing, televisions, we were told, oh, we're all going to be watching everything on tablets and our phones. Televisions have made a huge comeback, both for gaming and because of the rise of streaming uh, and that kind of community of watching television. So I love that for the value.
1: You have a record player for us, Elaine.
0: I do, yeah. Now, this is not for the casual record fan whatsoever. This is the Denon DP400 record player, and it's definitely for the audiophiles. And it's four hundred and seventy nine ninety nine, and that's with no speakers. So you'll also need to get some high-quality speakers to go along with this, or you'll need speakers at home that are compatible with this. Uh, so it's a serious piece of kit for someone who maybe has a record collection with some Uh, If you have vintage 78s uh, in your record collection, which are quite rare, I believe, uh, it will play those as well because it's got the three different speeds on it. Um, It's fiddly enough to set up, but you can really feel the quality of the materials in this as you're setting it up, and it is beautiful. It looks gorgeous. I can't tell you if it sounds better than the record player that I have at home because I'm using the same speakers Mm. (laughs) for both the outputs. So whether my speakers were up to par for this lovely piece of uh, technology I couldn't tell you but I have looked at people who are true audiophiles reviews of this online and they really really rate it for how it kind of stabilises the sound coming out of the records and how it actually adjusts to speed and that kind of thing
1: Okay, that's the Denon DP400 at a cost of 480 euro At Curry's, Curry's who of course has given us all of this equipment to review all of the gadgets, Sarah McGuinness from the Business Post has joined with Andy and Elaine, and Sarah, start for me, a laptop, you have looked at a HP Pavilion SE 14 inch laptop, how did you get on with it?
3: I'm a woman of pretty simple tastes when it comes to my laptops, but this one I thought was absolutely delightful. It's very small. So perfect if you kind of always have to have one in your bag, like if you bring one into work or if you're a college student, super lightweight. Um, it has a good, like it's actually, it's i5, Intel i5 processor, which I, don't, I, I didn't know a lot about it before this, but apparently it's very good. And um, so, like, while you can do, like, like if it's just like a working laptop or a study laptop, very quick for that sort of thing, but you can also download, like, more heavy duty softwares. Like, if you get so it, so what are editing. you using it for?
1: Are you using it for writing, getting on the internet, and watching I just movies? used it for
3: my work day, yeah. Or, and, like, as you said, watching movies, like, that was kind of what I used it for. But there is the potential there if you are a fan of gaming. Now, it's not built for gaming, like, the. Like the stature of it, the screen's really small and the keyboard's a nightmare. But like it's if that that's what i5 is ideal for. So that's just to kind of show like how quick and responsive it is. Well, what's the price? It's for seven hundred and nineteen euro, which is like a fraction of that of a MacBook. And like to be fair, like I like I don't really I, I'll use whatever for a laptop.
1: Andy, how does that compare with something like a MacBook?
2: Um, it's uh. Okay, so MacBook Air at the minute, the 2020 version is available for about 900 euros, 930 euros, not the brand new version of, of MacBook. It doesn't, well, it compares well in the sense that it's, as Sarah said, it's a workhorse computer, um, really good. I think given the price, it's ideal for students, even third level students, given the chip that's in it. Um, you tend to have MacBooks tend to be more uh, bought by people in the creative industry or those who are looking for a bit more kind of oomph in the laptop. But it compares very well given the price.
1: Okay. Uh, something else we got you to have a look at, Sarah, was the Google Nest Hub Max with Google Assistant. What's that?
3: I loved this so much. My parents have an Alexa, but like it's kind of their Alexa. She's kind of friends with them. I don't really pal around with Alexa at home. But this, so this one was all me. And oh my God, it is magnificent. So it's like an Alexa. Or Google Nest on steroids. There's a screen. You can like all the, it has all the perks of like a smart device and then some. So, um, like, like you would with an Alexa or Google Nest, you say, Hey, Google, and then ask them to like add something to your shopping list or play today FM or whatever, whatever have you. But it has loads of really cool features as well. It blends into the home really nicely because you can like it, the screen can be like a sliding, uh, photo, like, Photo album of all your favorite pictures. And my favorite part of it was there's a camera, so you can actually ring people from it. So I'd be up in my room and I face like I facetime my mom from it, which was great crack. Can she use your phone for that? (laughs) You can, but I suppose what I'm thinking of, I just liked it because there was a bit of crack out of it. But if you're actually like in a house busy with children, lots of little people running around, you don't really have a second to yourself, you know, you have a pot in one hand, a baby in the other, and you just go, Hey, Google, call my mom. Like, it's brilliant. And, but you can also stream. You can put, play Netflix from it. You can hook it up to your Spotify. It also can be used as a bit of like a baby monitor or mm. a pet monitor. You can like spy on people like you can leave the camera I don't want to say spy but you can you just did I was was spying on myself basically like I'd log on and I'd look at it and it would just be me sitting in front of the camera still excellent crack I enjoyed it do you
0: use one of these do you? no I don't uh, have any kind of like voice assistant devices at home I don't like the idea
1: of that yeah I'm not sure I do either Andy do you use them?
2: I do Of course I do. (laughs) Um, I I, I have, I think, I have a number of Alexa devices. Uh, I like the Google device, like Alexa, but Sarah makes a great point about the baby monitor idea. And it's not just as a baby monitor. It's if you have an elderly relative or if you're at work and... Someone is, you know, kids are waiting for a parent. They are fantastic for those video calls. And you
3: can hook it up to like your, like doorbells. You can get the yeah. like Google Nest doorbells as well. I think, I think it's absolutely fab. I did nothing for myself in the 10 days that I had this. <laughs> like I, yeah. if I wanted to watch something, I just yelled at it across the room and it would be playing. It was magnificent.
1: Okay. 189 euro. That costs some curries. You didn't like though the Amazon Fire HD
3: 10. I'm not a woman for tablets. I just don't see the point of it. Like watch it on your phone, watch it on your Google Next mm-hmm. is now on my list or watch it on your laptop. I don't really get a tablet. And this one in my eyes is exceptionally poor. I loved the Kindle side of it, but who doesn't love a Kindle? But I felt like it was just trying to do a lot and not particularly well. Like you can download apps onto it, but the screen like isn't that great to like touch, like the touch reaction isn't fantastic. And um, the speaker was only okay. The camera was Hilariously bad. I didn't know they still made cameras that bad anymore. Um, it was, I just, I don't get it. And I don't get what it's trying to do. The only thing I can think of is if you have a young child, you can do parental controls on it. So, like, if you have someone who's too young to use a smartphone, or the inverse, someone who's perhaps on the older side and has no interest in using a smartphone, but would still like a bigger screen to kind of watch their Netflix. Okay,
1: 109 euro. Amazon, Farrah, Curry's. Do you either of you use a tablet? Because I, I just, reinvested in an iPad this year and I just love it. I'm so glad I went and got a new one.
0: I used to like a laptop gal. I've always been for a long time. So I'll just pop open my laptop if I need anything that's beyond the scope of my phone. But I just think what Sarah said is so interesting because the Nest Hub you loved and then you didn't like using a tablet. So I, I was thinking in my head, Nest Hub has unlocked this adult use case for tablets, just strap them to the smart assistant and you're in love with it. Take it away from that. And you don't want anything to do with That's it. That's so true. And that is such a double standard from <laughs> me. <laughs> but at the, the,
3: the, um, nest hub would do everything for me. I had to kind of navigate this kind of awkward and clunky device. I like, I literally all I did. Well, no, I obviously played around with it, but the like the biggest extent that I did was download a free sample of Blind Boy's new book and then I put it away and then I didn't even reach for it again because I was kind of like, I don't really feel like this has more to offer me.
1: Well, Blind Boy is on with us tomorrow's programme, ah, so yeah, yeah. maybe that'll convince you that you have to go back and read the book. He'll be with us before six o'clock tomorrow here on The Last Word. Uh, okay, so that's tablets. Let's move on and talk about cameras. or sorry, not cameras phones. You had the Samsung Galaxy Z Flip Five, which I know the others are aware of as well. So, Sarah, just explain a little bit of what's in this one.
3: There's a lot of crack out of this phone. It's so it, at its surface, like kind of presented like a normal smartphone, which just kind of all screen. It's very long and kind of rectangular, but then you can fold it in half like the old school flip phone, and um, like it kind of, naturally halves in size. But it also kind of has this like widget front uh, function. So, like if it's folded it in half it basically works as well as a fully functioning phone which is so cool you can like check the weather on it you can like check your diary you can take pictures it's it's really insane but then like So that like I was kind of like this is going to be all style no substance like I was like I'm probably going to get bored of this within twenty minutes but I actually didn't as as phone like as a phone it works great like the screen is actually because it's so long and rectangular it's really enjoyable to like watch um, like if you're on TikTok or like it's really enjoyable for that type of viewing like kind of horizontally not not as great but vertically viewing it's just so long it goes on forever. Um,
1: Two things I need to ask about which I think about all phones. Durability and battery.
3: So battery, excellent. I didn't. Ch- I like only charged it like once, and I was using it for like three consecutive days. Like it's really, really, really good. Durability. I they do make cases for this phone, but like I am very heavy-handed. Like I would have. It took a lot for me to maintain th- this and keep it pristine. Particularly the kind of front-facing widget thing. Like if you throw that in your pocket with your keys, like you're goosed because it, it's just going to get all scratched.
2: Okay, I, are you familiar with this phone? Yeah, I have. I, I, I've been using one. So oh, you have is, this, one in this, your hand. Yeah, this is my one, and this is one of the features that I love on it. And so that that explain the feature. I, I, at the front of the phone, there is a second screen, and so when you fold the phone, you can use it as a video conference phone, essentially, and so you get the picture that's been recorded displayed on the front of the phone so that you can watch what's being recorded. And obviously it's being recorded, it's been displayed on the back. So uh, I put a case, as Sarah said though, the uh, the second screen on the front is a little bit exposed, but the case is pretty good and I never dropped this until I put a case on it. <laughs> so yeah. thankfully it's okay. What
1: do you think of it,
0: alone? Yeah, it's funny, that often happens to phones. You add the case and then you start dropping it all the time. Uh, I think this is, a great move from Samsung. They've been trying with the foldable phones for a while now. This is the fifth generation, the Flip 5. And... What they've done is they've created a lot of excitement around it because it is a really good phone that happens to fold. So it's got those extra functions really working well on a good phone. And I think that appeals a lot to like a younger generation who like the ability to put the phone down and be able to film themselves and watch themselves while they're being filmed. Those little features are actually really opening up a good market for Samsung and they're locking in uh, new Samsung users who were like, young people were really keen on iPhones, but this has actually captured a lot of them.
1: Okay, 1,239 euro is it worth it? It's an expensive phone, but it I think
2: you're, you're also paying for a, a fashion element there as well. You know, it's very trendy. Andy, you have another phone for us, the Google Pixel 8. So the Google Pixel 8 Pro is the phone that I'm using at the minute and um, just came out uh, in the last month or so, Pixel 8 and Pixel 8 Pro. And they are, ma- oh, the thing about the Google Pixels is they just keep making the camera better and better. Every time I get one, the camera is just superb and it has this wonderful feature for, you know touching up your imagery and all of that. You were talking about battery life a minute ago. Um, this goes well past uh, 24 hours, so charging it every day is okay. And there's a battery saver, um, that, and that is my final test. I have got, I think, 74 hours, and that was just the beep saying that is closing down. I've got 74 hours of use out of that phone using the battery saver. It's, it's tremendous value.
1: Okay. You also had a look at a, little, a couple of cameras. Tell us about the Canon EOS 2000D DSLR
2: So um, the 2000D is a nice DSLR and it looks like kind of a traditional camera comes with a nice kit lens I think it's uh, priced at around 599 at the minute and it is one of those cameras that's ideal for somebody who wants to get into photography and move okay we're just talking about how great camera phones are but this just gives you better quality and it gives you that feel of a camera which I have to say I love however it is not the best-selling type of camera at the minute. The best-selling type of camera are cameras that are being made specifically for vloggers. And Sony have um, their most recent vlogging camera is the Sony Easy v 10 and it is fantastic and it is absolutely made for vloggers. It comes with a good kit lens and there's a couple of hundred quid off for Black Friday. Why people love them is they have a little uh, screen at the back that pulls out that you turn, you twist so you can see what you're recording. But it is, um, a, a lot of parents will be tortured by kids who think they're going to be humongous YouTube stars this Christmas and they're going to be tortured into buying pieces of equipment like this and this is called a crane and it's a gimbal so you attach your phone to what looks like a very sophisticated tripod, costs about 300 euros but it has a light and audio facilities and what it does is it tracks you around the room so as you are doing your outfit of the day Matt, as you are applying your uh, stage makeup, this will track you across the room record you in full HD video the quality is superb the ease of use is superb and Sony have absolutely captured a generation with this
1: okay we're going to have to put photographs of that up on our Twitter feed and on Instagram and on the website as well because that looks fascinating Sarah McGuinness and Elaine Burke thank you both very much for having me with us Andy is coming back because the next thing we're going to do is health and beauty hair dryers hair straighteners toothbrushes and massages Alison Healy is joining you for that Andy we also also at the win. first of our curries competitions. But there are also a uh, few people have been saying, stop saying hey Google because ha. it's driving our <laughs> Google assistants wild. So the four of us together on the count of three. <laughs> one, two, three. Hey, hey Google. Google. <laughs> When we get to after six o'clock, we're going to be looking at the home and the kitchen in particular uh, with Russell Alford will be with us. And then we're also going to do health and lifestyle uh, with Sarah will be back with us and Ben Finnegan will be joining us. And uh, we're also going to be doing gaming because we know so many of you are gamers. We're going to be looking at the best games that you might want for Christmas and also equipment to work alongside that. So Brian Lloyd will be with us for that. But now we're going to talk about something that Andy and myself know next to nothing about. health and beauty, and particular, hair dryers, hair straighteners, toothbrushes (laughs) and massagers. Alison Healy has joined us. Alison, start, please, with two Dyson products, one of which I know you love and one which you definitely don't love. Start with the Dyson Airwrap Special Edition Long Hair Multi-Styler with Gift Case. Given that you have long hair, is this right down your alley?
4: This is the biggest swizz of our time. What? The biggest, it's €549. You can't swing a cat on TikTok without seeing one of the Huns doing their hair. And they do this flip at the end and they're left with this (laughs) unbelievable salon quality blow dry. And they walk out with like almost fanned hair, you know, stunning hair. And I and
1: you expected that
4: I, I demanded it. I've I've, I've been <laughs> dropping hints left, right, and center for years. God, she's lovely hair from that tool now, hasn't she? It's available on Currys there for five four nine. And uh, I just I've never had one. I never got a chance to use one, so I was thrilled, absolutely thrilled, when I was told that I'd be um, testing one out. And there's what no heartbreak wrong? like it. <laughs> what went wrong for you? So I spent. I have a toddler, and she went down for a nap, and that's precious time. That is precious me time. And I gave that time to this Dyson air app. So that's A, what I'm most angry about. <laughs> B, it took me half an hour to fiddle around with it. To be fair, it's user friendly as most Dyson is, right? You just kind of press the button and it does the thing, right? So I'm not, I'm not arguing there. I, I, I did a full head of bouncy, beautiful. And I was so happy afterwards. I was like, oh my God, this is what I should look like. This is living. And then I went outside and it was gone, gone. It fell out of my hair in 25 minutes. It took me half an hour. It lasted le- less time than it took me to do the bloody thing in my head. And I am living. you just
1: did it wrong. No, no,
4: absolutely not. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Because I went online, Matt, because I fact-checked myself. Because I gaslit myself so hard. Because something that costs €550 Euro couldn't be bad. So I went online afterwards and I found that it is quite common. I... A full okay, hand hair type, yeah. That's well, important. okay, fine. Like, it is kind of hair type. I have thin, fine hair, I have lots of it, but it's fine. Full disclosure if I walked into a hair salon and I asked for a blow dry, I would it would fall out of my hair mm. similarly, you know. So, I think if you go into a salon and you spend three or four or five um, times a year getting a, a blow dry in a style and you have thick hair and it lasts well in your hair then this might be the product for you. Yeah, this sounds like Alison. It's not It's the like product. a me problem. It's you. Yeah. It's the main problem. Well, Matt, you try it tonight and yeah. see how you get on. There was a
1: time when I had long hair, Alison, many, many years ago when I might have been able to try it, <laughs> but not anymore. Not anymore. Okay, what about the Supersonic Special Edition Hairdryer with Gift Comb?
4: Okay, so this is my pick. Again, full disclosure, I've actually had this for four years and it is the most incredible beauty product out there to buy at the moment. It's 3.99 at the moment. Um and it's a game changer when it comes to actually caring for your hair. Way back in the day, um <laughs> I would iron my hair straight, okay? So I I Not literally. No, yeah, you'd put the hair over the ironing board and then you'd no. drag the iron down the length of the hair and you'd have a t-tail um a, a lot of women will have a little burn marks right behind their ah. ear and on their neck. I promise, ask your listeners, Matt. I'm telling you, ironing your hair in the noughties was a thing. And you'd, le- you'd be left with this line of the iron at the top where you couldn't quite get to your <laughs> scalp, right? So in the name of good hair, I've done a lot of damage, right? Ah. In the name of good hair, I've done a lot of damage. But the Dyson's kind of brought me back to life. It is... A fabulous product. The technology, and Andy will jump in here, um, is so kind to your hair. It is zero heat damage when you use it. Okay, so zero heat damage for a heat styling product is almost groundbreaking. And I got this four years ago, and honest to God, I, not a week goes by without someone saying, God, your hair is lovely. Your hair is shiny. Your hair and is the
1: new safe. one, is it any different? Is it improved?
4: It, it's not. Like it's, it, it, I don't think they could improve on it. it. It looks beautiful. It's much more sleek. There's a few nicer colors. The usual thing that they do. when they need to breathe new life into a product that's so brilliant. They could just re-release it every year and, and not perfect it any more than it's already been done it's fantastic and it's an amazing present and if you can give the gift of good hair why wouldn't you
1: <laughs> and it's cheaper than the other one you reviewed isn't yeah
4: like it's not going to curl your hair but we'll get to the remington hair curler for that but you, you, it's not going to curl your hair but it's going to take care of your hair and dry it and get you out the door and you're going to have sleek luscious locks Andy I've never heard you
1: so quiet
2: uh, he has not well, had a chance to well, get a word in, Matt. Well. Interesting, right? So I have never uh, I've never tried the Airwrap, but I really? did but Dyson did give me a Supersonic to okay, try.
4: Until, and
2: yeah. I agree, Alison. It is Why breathtakingly good. Why they give
1: good. you a Supersonic? It,
2: it, it is You have a pretty tight hair. We are not going to hair as as shame breath. here,
4: Matt. It's it's we are not going to hair good. No, shame. No, no, hair here. no hair shame. It's a safe um, space.
2: But uh, The styling attachments were not that useful for me, however, and as you mentioned the technology, this is why they gave it to me to review, and it uses a thing called air multiplier technology. So instead of using fan blades to draw in air, the Dyson works by taking air from all sides, which is how you get that no heat damage, and you get that full absolutely full like it feels like a a very gentle storm doesn't it
4: sorry that's a really good point when i used it for the first time i was thinking oh no this is not gonna because i like to be blasted you know when you Mm. stick your head out the window of a car going fast and like that's the strength (laughs) when you were a child that's the strength that the that the hair dryers i would have had in the past and the damage that was doing as Mm. well Combined, there's
1: a lot of people agreeing about the hair ironing but there's one listener here, William Carmel says, I've ironed many a girlfriend's hair. Was that a thing that fellas would do for their girlfriends oh, or God wives? God with the 80s. Did you right? ever get a fella to iron your hair for you? I didn't
4: have a boyfriend when this was all of fashion, <laughs> if my mom is listening right now. that was I. My mom ironed my hair. My mom did it for me. What? And it was her fault because I got her stupid curly hair at the beginning, ah.
1: So Okay. Uh, tell us about the Remington Shea Soft Hair Straightener.
4: This is like, Can't believe this is real almost. Um, Mm. it is $19.99 and it is incredible value for money. It does retail at $109.99. And I just because something's cheap doesn't make it good or a reason to buy, but every year I do like to find that bargain. In the past, it's been like the fire tablets and things like that. But this year, I can't believe the saving on this. It is incredibly good value for money. Um, Remington is a very well-known and respected brand. Um the plates themselves, this will mean nothing to either of you, but the plates themselves are long and thick. So you're picking up a, a good chunk of hair as you style it, which means it's quicker um, it's more time efficient. And it doesn't do as much damage as a typical hair straightener because it is. Now, I don't know if this is all absolute crap, but it's infused with shea um, oil. So that as it's styling your hair, it's hydrating your hair. Um, And it just it's really quick. It's really simple. It heats up really quickly. It's exactly what you want a basic hair straightener to do. And the hair straightener, of course, is a multi-use tool. It will curl your hair at the same time. So if you had this to complement you, so it's a very lower price point hair straighteners and you had a higher price point hair dryer. That's the magic combo. I have a GH- only 20 quid. That's from Stan. I have a GHD. Value. They're 200 quid. Like, yeah. and I can't tell the difference. Okay. Here's them. a
1: listener says, ironing the hair. Oh, yes, I remember. We uh, went to college in Dublin and one of the girls' mothers gave her the travel iron. And safe to say, there was not one piece of clothing ironed, but that <laughs> yeah. yoke did the full heads of at least four girls every Wednesday night yeah. before the red box. 100%.
4: No regrets. Well, actually, I'm actually full of regrets, but we'll. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's another. Let's get away from the hair for a while. The TheraBody Recovery Air Prime. And I'm fascinated by this because I have seen these in going around the world with alien running marathons Mm. at the various uh, expos that they do in front of the marathons. They have all these therapeutic things as well as runners and gear. And they have these extraordinary things that you're going to have to explain to me Mm. that you actually
4: put on your legs. How am I going to explain these? I'm glad you brought up the marathon running because it's far from a marathon I'm running, right? I would... Uh, I'm not the target audience for this, but also I just think this is such a swizz. But Andy, you might correct me on this. How do you describe them? They're thigh high boots, Matt, if you don't mind, but they're not the type you wear to the pub. No, they're
1: definitely not.
4: <laughs> they're they're really. They look like um, tiny lifeboats for your legs. They mm. and you stick your feet into them, and you can. They're small, medium, large, so it, they go all the way up to your thigh, and they kind of plug into this box that you plug into your room. They take up a massive amount of space, and they use compression to drain your lymph back to where it's supposed to be after an intensive workout session and to help recirculate the body and normalize healing and recovery. Now, uh, tell me I'm old-fashioned, but recovery is part of the process. And if you speed up recovery, is your body not then recovering? It does feel nice. It feels nice, but it took me half an hour to set it up and you have to use it for half an hour. And if I've had an hour to spare at night time, I'm not (laughs) not spending it plugged into my wall through a (laughs) pair of thigh-high boots. So. Have you ever
2: tried it, Andy? I haven't tried. I've, so Therabody are really famous for their massagers. Yeah. And the guns uh, that you put the, the, on the... Guns, the guns, like massage yeah. guns. And they can also be really expensive. You know, they make them, as you say, for marathon runners, for yeah. serious athletes. But they also make kind of the consumer versions. These are
4: I've, 700 euros. Yeah, I, to say. I,
2: I mean, not, not cheap. This no. is a serious kind of training device, I think.
4: Yeah. Okay.
1: You love your toothbrush.
4: <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you're talking about the toothbrush. I'm so happy. Um, this, this is the
1: Oral B <laughs> iO3 White Clean Electric Toothbrush with Charge Pouch uh, at I'm- a price of seventy euro.
4: And and I'm here to to tell you, okay, so I'm going to ask the listeners, I'm sure they've wanted to know this about you for years, Matt. Do you use an electric toothbrush? I don't. You don't? Andy, do you use an electric toothbrush?
2: I use the same brand as this one.
4: Okay, so I had never used an electric toothbrush before this. It just was something that I was thinking, why would you bother? Like, it's a two-minute thing you do in the morning, it's a two-minute thing you do in the evening. I can just just do it as easy. And I don't want to be dramatic. This has changed my Mm. life.
1: Oh no, no, don't be dramatic.
4: (laughs) Matt, this, this toothbrush has changed my life. It is incredible. First of all, it's like a little game because it has pressure sensors across the whole head of the toothbrush and when you're going too light, it's white. When you're going too heavy with pressure, it goes red and it goes just right when it's green. Uh, you can set a timer so and you can map your mouth so you know exactly what zones you're brushing and for how long. Um, there are different settings so it can be for whitening, for deep clean and I've never felt a clean like it. Mm. I I'd clean it in the morning and I go about my day and I have my coffee, my lunch, my cheeky evening kind of Coke Zero. Uh, I do whatever and I go to bed and my teeth still feel clean mm. and I just don't ever remember feeling like this. If you can give the gift of good hair and a good smile this Christmas. This, this, <laughs> y- You're sorted. Great okay, idea. well, there's
1: one other. We do, can't get through all the things you've reviewed for us. And I might have to bring you back to do some of the other ones. <laughs> but uh, the Therabody Therma Face Pro Face Massager.
4: Yeah. Just yeah. get Botox. <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but tell us though what this um, actually does because this comes in at a price of just under 450 euro.
4: Yeah, it's very expensive and I really wanted to love it. Um, it's only all right. It, it does four things. Okay. It facial cleanses. There's a microcurrent function. There's an LED light function and there's, uh, like a, because of massage function right and two out of four of them are only all right the led blue and red light is very popular at the moment with the likes of gwen Paltra's goop site and kourtney kardashian barker's oh god what's it called Poosh and goop and whatever but they're all about the led <clears throat> and it did make the circulation it improved my circulation and it did improve the texture of my skin i think if i had it for longer i'd give it a good run for its money in that aspect uh any massaging thing is going to be nice nothing's worth 500 quid for just your face though but the facial cleansing and the microcurrent were just weird and I didn't
2: Is that a little vibration a little thing?
4: tingle thing yeah. that moves the muscles of your okay. face and I didn't enjoy it, hmm. even with the, the um, kind of current, well I, yeah I, even thinking about it making me squeamish, it's just not a nice sensation to have on your face and I didn't see any results, I, maybe I didn't use it for long enough but I know that Botox works straight away
1: Alison Healy, thank you very much for being with us. Andy O'Donoghue will be back with us after 6 o'clock. Hashtag Gadget Show is now trending on Twitter. Uh, There's a reason for that. If you head over to the At Today FM handle to keep up with all the action, you get a chance to win an e-scooter. But you have to hashtag Gadget Show to enter the competition.
0: The Last Word Gadget Show with Curries. Black Tag Sale, now on, in-store and online.
1: And as I said, there is an electric scooter to be won if you go to our Twitter account at todayfm.com. And we will be reviewing electric scooters later and Fitbits and drones. We'll also be looking at gaming, looking at headsets and new products and new games. But our next section is the kitchen really and we are joined by our resident foodie on the last word Russell Alford from the Gastro Gaze is with us and Andy O'Donoghue stayed with us and Russell I was on the Dave Moore show this morning explaining what we would be doing tonight in the last word and the conversation got round to air fryers and I was pointing out I was reading my notes of what you were going to do and I was looking at the Ninja air fryer that you had and you've two of them and then I'm going to myself well I bought one earlier this year and I really like it but should I have bought this one instead. And I think
5: you could have chosen uh, a a better one potentially. Um, I do love this one. Um, I will give a caveat to this. Uh, I'm sure people, uh, as we reviewed cookbooks last year, I wrote a cookbook on deep fat frying and I have a whole section in there on there's a difference between deep frying and air frying. They're not the same thing. So I'm a little bit of a sceptic. They are... Air frying is way healthier, isn't it? It is absolutely way healthier, but it is a countertop oven and countertop spaces in a lot of kitchens across Ireland are limited in space it's a, it's a very very important real estate between prep and everything else so the ninja foodie max dual zone is the one that i have seen online quite a lot it looks big when you take it out of the box you'd be surprised it's about the same size as a bread bin when it actually goes onto the counter it has two drawers in it um which means that you can cook two things simultaneously Great functionality on it when it comes to it. There's a sync function, which is where you can synchronize the two, uh, the two, uh, drawers. To cook at the same finishing time, but they can be both doing two different functions. So one can be air frying, and the other can be baking. One can be uh, roasting, the other can be dehydrating. But m- mine does that as well, except it's not this one. Oh, it's your one. The <laughs> other one, which is the multi cooker, <laughs> no, then no, it's not. No, but anyway, no. Oh, fantastic! Well, you you've picked well then. In that case, <laughs> there is two versions of this one because there's also a nine liter one, which is a little bit bigger. The one that I was using uh, is about eight, uh, eight liters or thereabouts. So it's it or seven liters on this one. And it's a bit smaller, but it's very, very, very uh, useful. It has six different functions, as I say. Air fry, max crisp, roast, bake, dehydrate and reheat. Basically, they're all different temperatures and different timings that work on those. Also, they work very fast, don't they? They do, they do. Um, when you look at the instructions on cooking things and uh, from the supermarket, whether it's the frozen section or whatever, have a look at the back. A lot of supermarkets are now starting to put the air fryer uh instructions on there because it is different to a fan oven, conventional oven. It's usually about 20 degrees less and it's usually about 4-5 minutes, 20% roughly. Which means it's also using
1: less energy if if you're worried about your electricity and gas bills. And this is
5: the biggest advantage of air fryers across the board in my opinion because they are via the plug, they don't have to preheat. Sometimes you do have to preheat for certain things uh, but generally speaking you don't really need to preheat them too much to get the same effect and the same results. So this one is the Ninja Food
1: Max Dual Zone air fryer, but you also have one that's slightly different.
5: Yeah, so this one here is more of a multi-cooker and air fryer. Um, I'm kind of... Sorry, I want, this is the Ninja Food 11 and 1, is This it? is the 11 and 1, so it has more functions... Uh, than the other one does, but it is a smaller capacity. This one is only a 6 litre capacity. Uh, This one does a lot of things that I've already mentioned, but it also does pressure cooking, steaming, slow cooking. There's a yoghurt function on it in case you fancied making yoghurt, which is interesting. Uh, Make your own (laughs) yoghurt. Yeah, if you ever fancied it. I didn't get get around to making my own yoghurt on this particular occasion, but it is a possibility. It's all about temperatures and the likes. This is very much a one gadget does all kind of thing. Um, this is a perfect example of one if you're concerned about real estate in your kitchen and thinking about the use of the space and you want, say, a slow cooker and an air fryer but you don't have an awful lot of space. This does it. I When I tested this out over the weekend just gone, I put in a lovely piece of pork loin and I had a bit of skin on it. I put it into the... Um, in or a bit of fat into it. I put it into the pressure cooker mode. It cooked in 18 minutes which normally in an oven would probably take about 45 to an hour. Then I took it out of the water, glazed it a little bit, turned on the air fryer function after removing the water and had the most gorgeous mm. fat on top of it. Beautiful flavour and really, really well cooked. Like, I, I was amazed by the fact that all of these things could be done in on the one device in under an hour, even under 45 minutes. Yeah,
1: listener says, love the air fryer, but you can't cook a dinner for more than three or
5: four people and somebody mm. else goes, would it work for a family of five? It can do. Um, I would recommend going for the higher capacity ones when it comes to that. Uh, the, I've I've had one now for about two years at home as well. That's a bit smaller. It's good for two people. Uh, the dual zone one is possibly, it says here, easily feeds up to eight people. I would say probably it easily feeds up to about five at most, just because of those. those uh, see, drums. it strikes
1: me that they might be very good for couples who without children. Yet they're more likely to be living in the apartments, which might have the limited kitchen space mm. where they can't actually have this. In addition to what's already in the kitchen.
5: Exactly. It is. It they're, they're really good. They're it, they're an interesting changing uh thing in the foodscape at the moment. The great thing I think about air fryers, and especially because of recipes going viral on TikTok and Instagram and the likes, you are getting younger people. You know, people who maybe traditionally would not cook for themselves, cooking because of things like it being energy saving, it's being it's a lot more simpler to cook using these things as well. So
1: Okay, listener says airfares are very overrated, Andy. They're basically just a small fan oven sandwich toasters are the future. <laughs>
2: What do you make? Do you uh, use one? I do. I I do use one, Matt. And Russell's point about the capacity is really good. And, you know, I think you're also right about, you know, they they seem the ideal size for a few people. I got one with a rotisserie uh, in it. And I have to say, so I, and I've tried cooking a couple of things, but it does roast chicken, a rotisserie chicken, as good as a deli counter. It is absolutely brilliant and under an hour. So it's fantastic and it's kind of fun because it's, uh, it's Alexa enabled. So you can say, um, Alexa, switch the oven to chicken and it starts turning and it's kind of fun seeing your rotisserie chicken in the kitchen. But yeah, I, I, I like it. Your That's- 11 and 1 costs
1: €259.99 at Curry's. Tell us about the crock pot slow cooker that you picked?
5: Uh, I'm going to have to compose myself because I'm after hearing about rotisserie chickens in an air fryer and I'm wishing I had that now. Um, The crock pot slow cooker now this is a digital version, crock pot crock pot are probably the og when it comes to slow cookers it's very reliable i've had one i think maybe about seven years so using a digital one where i didn't have to worry about turning the switch on it for a while was quite a luxury in a lot of ways this has a timer on it uh it keeps things you know slow cooking is three settings essentially high low and keep warm um this is really good if you don't want to go down the line of looking at Multi cookers, pressure cookers, and the likes, and you just want a very simple, straightforward uh, piece of kit for your kitchen. A slow cooker at sixty or fifty nine ninety nine. There, four point seven liter capacity. What I love about crock pot, what I love about slow cookers, is the ease of cleaning and the ease of cooking. The dish that it's in is dishwasher safe. It's also oven proof. So. Often is the case people may be making something like a hot pot or a casserole or something and there's no texture to it. Mm. You can just take it out, pop it into the oven and give it a nice browning on top as well. So, useful like that.
2: How When you say slow cooking, Russell, how slow is, you know... Um, can you expect it to be? Usually between six and eight hours. Wow, okay. So it's
5: a kind of perfect thing to do during the work day, especially yeah. if you're working from home. It is a bit distracting because you can smell the food yeah. all day <laughs> as you're working away. Okay. Um,
1: Maraid says, we use our dual air fryer for everything. We have two children and two adults in our family. We cook full chicken, full roast beef, all wow. the usual things, and even bake the most delicious chalk brownies. Never going back, says Maraid. Wow.
5: It's, okay. it is wonderful
1: and another listener says I usually wait a couple of years for when everyone gets bored of their coffee machines and air fryers <laughs> and then you can get them up to 20 euro quid uh, coffee machines we've done them in the past and I've expressed my love for my Sage coffee machine that I got a couple of years ago which I still regard as one of the best investments I've made
5: you've gone for you've had a look at what when it comes to coffee machines right? uh, so this is more into the pod thing the Sage ones are fantastic I've used those a couple of times uh, the pod ones there's so many varieties of them between Nespresso, Dolce Gusta and Lore has come along this is by uh, the Philips company. Um, It's a very sleek design, it's very sexy when it comes to uh, coffee machines Uh, you can use Nespresso pods in it now the thing that I have an issue when it comes to the pod Machines themselves is there's a lot of suck it and see when it comes to it. You have to try about twenty or thirty different flavors of pods before you settle on the one that's your you know, that's your perfect one. So unless you have a good friend who might be able to recommend one that's very to your taste, they can be a little bit wasteful. Now this one in particular is a v- very decent price here. It's at fifty nine ninety nine. Um, as I say, it's very beautiful. It would look good in the home office if you're just trying to make a quick espresso. Um, and it's very easy to use out of the box as well. Very little involved. Okay, there's a,
1: there's a couple of things that I want to get to to finish off this section, and I'm not so sure about your choices here, Now I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> I think you may have mentioned to us, Andy, previously the Ember Smart Mug, didn't you?
2: We covered it as yeah. a gifting option, Matt. You're yeah, right.
1: Yeah, I remember it. He's fallen in love
5: with it. At a price of what? <laughs> At 219 euro this for is pos- a mug. for a mug this is possibly one of the You're most the mug. i am <laughs> for one of the most expensive mugs i've ever held in my life i'm absolutely infatuated with this Probably wouldn't Explain pay that for myself, the bulk, will you? Right. So, uh, full disclosure on this: I drink probably between about ten and twelve cups of tea a day. Wow. Partially because a lot of them go cold, and I drink them really quickly. So I go to the kettle and make another one very quickly thereafter. So this is perfect for specifically me because it keeps drinks hot for up to ninety minutes. And when I say hot, it's app enabled. Who knew would ever have an app enabled mug? Um, it selects a temperature. Up to about, I think it's 65 degrees is the maximum temperature, which incidentally, it's a perfect temperature for my tea. Um, And it keeps it hot there at the same temperature. I made a cup of tea at one o'clock in the afternoon and I'm still sipping away at 2.30. Whether you think that's savoury or not, very nice. That's up to you. But I very much enjoyed it. The downside of it, I'm not going to be too effusive about it, is... If you're making well (laughs) oh yeah, the price is pretty uh, much a con. Um but also if you're using if you're like me and you like your tea with a full fat milk, for example, Mm. um it does tend to give a little you know when you have a soup and you leave it out for too long and it has that skin on top. It can happen to tea as well, which isn't too pleasant. But if you're if you're microdosing on your tea throughout the afternoon, you're sipping every couple of minutes, okay. You know know
1: what happened? I know that would get put down in my kitchen and somebody would just put it up and throw it into the sink for a wash, (laughs) and it would get (laughs) rude.
5: <laughs> it? yeah yeah it definitely is not dishwasher safe that's for sure um it does need a good hand clean this one is a copper one that I have and it uh you'd be you'd be very precious about it when it comes to cleaning it 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 I
2: am, at least. You're looking at it, Andy, like you like the look of it. I, Matt, I I, I do like them. And Russell has the big one, which was, which is 400 and, uh, 414 mm. mils, um, which is probably too big for me. The smaller version is 295 mils, and it's 160 quid, more perhaps attractive.
1: And Russell, one listener says, just get a flask, will you? i one of those two. Very handy. Another one on the air fryer, found the air fryer great as new parents not having to watch the food if the baby is on was a lifesaver. Mm-hmm. Which is an interesting mm-hmm. approach as well. Uh, some people are worried that the slow cookers leaving
5: them aside could be a bit of a fire hazard. They can be. There's great. There's a lot of advice. I have seen things over time about, uh, you know, using a slow cooker overnight, for example. Don't do that. Always keep it supervised in the house as uh, whenever you're cooking. Usually. Okay.
1: One final one, briefly. And you've brought this up before as well for us, Andy.
5: The smart I mean, kettle.
1: The smart kettle. Come on. A smart kettle. A smart kettle is when you put the water into it, you put on the button, and it boils water. Now, what else do you want?
5: Now, this is, this is for the tea lovers amongst Ooh. you, okay? Now, there's two types of smart kettles in the world. There's ones that are app-enabled and you can turn on from your bed and everything like that. That sounds like a fire risk in itself for me. But this one is the sage, the smart jug kettle. It has five different functions because if you are a tea aficionado, which plenty of people are, teas brew at different temperatures. A standard kettle boils to 100 degrees, but if you're making a green tea it's 80 degrees, oolong tea is 95, uh, 90 degrees, and black coffee uh, ideally should be made, so if you're doing like a pour over uh, V60 type coffee, it should be at 95 degrees. It has a keep warm function, so if you are the type of person which is um, myself, that you'd press the boil button and then forget about mm. it. There's a keep warm Button there as well, so it'll just kind of keep it on a rolling boil.
1: We gotta leave it. Russell Alfred, thank you very much for being with us. Andy O'Donnell, who you stay with us. We're gonna bring in Ben Finnegan and Sarah McGinnis with other items.
0: The last word gadget show with Curries. Black tag sale now on, in store and online.
1: Ben Finnegan, we gave you a budget scooter. How'd you get on with it?
6: Not great, (laughs) to be honest. Um, It seems to be one for kids, not uh, adult men, which I think I am. (laughs) Now, when you, you know, it was fine. It was grand. It went like 16 kilometers an hour. It's not something that I would recommend if you're looking for commuting to work or something like that. Uh, It's great if you, if you if your kid is pestering you to get a scooter, it's only €199 euro now, so you
1: I can... e-scooters for children were going to be banned under new legislation.
6: Look, Mahata, <laughs> do do you want to have a discussion about the legalities <laughs> of these things or do you want me to review them? Uh, so uh, like, I would recommend you get it for your kid because they're not going to go too fast and if they go uphill at all, it will slow down and also leaves are detrimental for this e-scooter. They'll you slow you down... It. They'll slow you down to a walking pace. Really? There's no chance of falling off it. You you, you've you, you damage yourself more if you fell jogging. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not going to get one? No, no. I had no interest in getting one either, to be honest. It wasn't on my wish list. I'd rather walk, thanks.
1: All right, okay, we've got a whole variety of different things. This is completely different, Sarah. Tell us about a clothes steamer that you got, the Philips Clothes Steamer.
3: This is Fab. I really like this. Um so it's it's a very small, lightweight, as it says, closed steamer. Um it's foldable, ideal for storage. Um, you just like you take it out, you fill a little tiny tiny compartment up with water. And away you go. You have your little steamer gun. You steam away. I steamed four of my dad's shirts. It <laughs> took. I don't know why you're laughing at that Ben. It's not a joke. Do not do something
1: uh, for yourself and let your dad do his own I shirts. not
3: Really, one for ironing my clothes. Yeah. <laughs> but I, um, yeah, like I, my dad was doing the ironing, and I was kind of like, "Will you give me some of those shirts? And I'll do. I'll try this out." Um, it did take. You'd be quicker ironing. But it, like, it's really good if you don't have the space for an ironing board mm. and an iron. Or if you are someone who likes to wear lots of fancy clothes and you travel a lot, you so, can throw some, it in a yeah, suitcase. Some
1: clothes aren't actually really made for ironing. So but this actually help? I think wrinkles? it would, yeah, because those. it's
3: like it's it's literally just steam and it actually is very powerful. And um, it kills bacteria as well, which is great Um. but the one thing I would say about it is because it's so small that comes with the disadvantage of in the sense that like you have to keep filling up the little thing now like I four shirts I filled it up three times not the worst so like if you're doing a whole suit you might get like one go out of it but um, I thought it was great as someone who isn't one for ironing I had a pleasant experience with this really powerful very small What's not to love, and for all for the magnificent price of forty nine ninety nine. Mm. Now, Ben, you
1: tested something that I had a bit of a go at this afternoon, and I loved the Meta Three mixed reality headset. Tell us all about it.
6: It's insane the the <laughs> power of this thing. Mm-hmm. Like you can be transported anywhere in the world. Like it's it's a computer on your face. You can download apps for it. It runs itself. I thought you'd have to connect it to an app and run it through um your phone or something like that. No, it's its own computer. All you need to do is log into your own Instagram or Facebook account and away you go. You can download games and everything. Now they're quite expensive, so I didn't download them. Um and you can like it's the greatest, as I've been saying to anyone who's asked me over the last two weeks, it's the best large screen cheap TV that you mm. could buy. If you want a 70, 80 inch screen TV and you don't want to fork out two grand for it, mm. get one of these. Now, you won't have any friends to watch with it, <laughs> but who cares? You'll have a 70, 80 inch screen TV. Like I was even watching a Connacht GAA stream from what? Markovich Park on Saturday on an 80 inch screen TV uh, in my face. Attached sitting to your room. face. Attached to my face. And like, I even, I, I was concerned that, but the, it kind of can, can, get a bit sore around mm. your eyes. But I, on Sunday, I fell asleep with it on. Well, I had a nap. So, well, you know, it, did you get it it kept in any way
1: disoriented? Because one of the things that I switched on today, basically suddenly it was like, Oh, I'm floating on air. Yeah. I'm sort of falling. No, I brought myself using the controls back down to earth in the location I was in. Yeah. Did you get a, disorientated in any way?
6: There was a few things. Now there is a few apps where, um, it's, Uses augmented reality as opposed to virtual reality, so you can see the room around you. Yeah. Um, But with the VR ones, there were like there was one where you'd be like Spider Man, and you're like you go and hit a building, and it was really disorientating. I kept Mm. thinking I was going to hit a building, but um, by and large, like it's it's an incredible piece of technology, and if you want to use use it for Netflix or YouTube. It's an incredible and buy. good it. sound. It, it, surprisingly yeah. good sound. Now, you can plug in earphones, but they're not really... Yeah. You, you'd need earphones as opposed to headphones. And, like, the MetaQuest 3 is 579 now, but as you have been hearing on the ads during the show the MediQuest 2 at Curry's is now about €280 Euro if you don't want to step yeah. up to the Quest 3.
1: Okay, what would you think? What would you go for the 2 or the 3, Andy? Oh,
2: I
6: mean, I'd love the 3, but the 2 is just
2: such good value. What is the difference? There's no, It's processor, really, okay. and, and it's um, uh, performance, but there's not a whole lot in it. And in fact, I have an older Oculus, and like Ben, I just think it's absolutely fantastic. I love it, absolutely love it. It's, it's so immersive. The sound is good, yeah, and also whether you're whether you're doing kind of the adventure game or you're watching t v or you're doing something like there's great kind of sailing app, and you just have this wonderful sound of peace around your ears, the ocean is there enormous fun. It's a great way to shut off too. If it is. Just,
6: now the only thing is the battery life. I was surprised that the mm. battery isn't amazing. The battery will last for around two hours if you're watching something so you, will, you won't get like but,
1: but Maybe that's as long as you should have that thing on your head for. Probably and oh, probably,
6: with the size yeah. of it as well you wouldn't expect the battery to last eight hours. You won't get extra time in
1: Yes. Yeah, <laughs> okay, Sarah. I don't know what people were thinking of it because we know that you live at home with your parents. So, what did your parents think when you came home with the Bissell Spot Clean Pro carpet cleaner?
3: It was a random one for me, but I took it in my stride. Um, it was my my parents are going to hate me for saying this, but. Um, we don't get our carpets cleaned that often, but sure, have we? <laughs> we only gotten them cleaned the week before by uh, a professional? So I was kind of grasping at what the hell am I going to clean? But don't worry with me, we found stuff. It does couches as well, but um, yeah, I had a bit. This is actual machine. It's kind of my arch nemesis now. Don't get me wrong, very effective. Like if you're one of those people who loves watching dirt being extracted from various things, you'll love this because like it's like the results were sorry ma'am kind of disgusting like so like it really it does work Um. but my god like you also have to work with it as well like it's so heavy I was sweating it's like it's an entire workout me trying to do like the little couch that we have in our downstairs playroom like I felt like I had just run a 5k like run it was because it's so like there's no distance between it like if you're in a ho- like if you're hoovering there's kind of a bit of distance between you and the floor whereas this one like the core the like kind of plastic uh, tube that like the suction comes through. It's so short. It's ridiculously short. It's only a bit longer than like my arm. It's like it's really not that big so you're constantly having to haul it along with you.
1: And are you also then having to constantly change the water?
3: No, to be fair, it does have good water capacity. So I got two rugs um a small to medium-sized couch and I started practicing on like a pillow that you can't machine wash in my room. So I got like a good, like I was probably using it for like, an hour and, and I didn't did have to read. Did your parents
1: say that you can do this on a regular
3: basis for them? It was, you see, so I, ch- I chose quite an inopportune time to test it out. It was at about 10pm on a <laughs> Sunday <laughs> and it's really loud. Like it's really, really, really loud. So this, like you kind of could classify it as work. So they're very good about it. They're kind of like, oh, Sarah's working or whatever she's doing out there
1: 149 euro 99 cent at Curry's the Bissell Spot Clean Pro Ben you got a drone to play with
6: I did uh, it was a small little dinky thing it was uh, the
1: sorry, the DJI Mini 2 SE drone yeah
6: 350 euro so I'd assume Andy this would be a starter kind of entry level DJI drone it's kind of yeah it's yeah. pretty much entry level Now I'd never used a drone before I nearly took my housemate Dave's head off mm-hmm. when I was using it and um, Deliberately? It was accidental because, you know, it, it's kind of, it, it, the way the controls work, it's kind of hard to control. You need a bit of time to get used to. Um I took it up to like 20 meters and then the wind kind of started pulling it. I got scared and brought it down. The camera is surprisingly good on it. Um You need an SD card in it to be able to record video, but you can take pictures on your phone. Uh, it can go up to a serious height, like it can record like... It can record from up to six miles away so you can send it off and uh, it will use GPS too to get it back home. Would you use it again though? Um, was it just a one-off novelty? It was a novelty for me. I don't really have much interest but you, if you are interested in photography or that, it will be a good starter one.
1: What do you reckon Andy?
6: Yeah, it's really, it's really good
2: drone. DJI make the best drones and it, I, I think... Sorry, is these small enough that you don't need a license for? You no, know, you do have to register them because they have cameras So there's a 250 gram limit in Ireland, but if it has a camera, that's kind of our law in the EU, as opposed to America, where you don't have to register. It only
6: weighs 249 grams.
2: And and that's served for the American market, but the, the camera is surprisingly good, Ben, and I like drone photography, but for people who are involved in all sorts of businesses and industries, it just gives them a different angle of photography that they never could have got before.
6: Like the only thing that I used it for was I figured out that we actually need to clean the gutters in the house. There you go. <laughs> okay,
1: very quickly, Ben, tell us about the Fitbit Charge 6 fitness tracker you got.
6: Yeah, I've used an Apple Watch now for about five or six years, so that was kind of my base using the Fitbit I was kind of interested in because the Apple Watch is so expensive this is €159 the charge 6 it's a small face if I was to get one i probably get the Versa, but it is uh, incredible. Like the battery on this, I charged it on a Tuesday. I didn't have to charge it again until the Sunday. It tracked everything. I was able to leave it on while I was sleeping. I was, the only time I took it off was when I was going into the shower, basically. And it lasted four or five days worth of charge. And even when I did put it on charge, it was like still at 20%. So compared to the Apple Watch, like it mm-hmm. is, it's such value for money. It yeah. does the exact same things. I was worried as well that like, I wasn't going to get notifications onto it from my phone. They did work fine. And everything that I, my Apple Watch is able to do, the Fitbit was able to do as well. But the only thing, again, was the small face. I would probably go for a Versa a bigger face if, if if it was me.
1: Okay, all right. Well, thank you very much, Ben Finnegan and Sarah McGuinness for joining us for this section of the Last Word Gadget special. And we're getting to gaming as we always finish with Brian Lloyd and Andy O'Donoghue who has stayed with us so, Brian, a lot of people, I think, will look towards Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3, perhaps, as a Christmas gift. You've played it. I have. What's it like? Not
7: great, to be totally honest. Um, Modern Warfare has was remastered. Well, not remastered, actually. It was completely remade uh, from top to bottom uh, a few years back. And now this is the third version of it. Um I mean, the campaign, which is the single player part of the game, you could literally complete that in a weekend. That's what I did. And I wouldn't class myself as a as an expert gamer or anything like that. I was kind of doing it in between chores and all the rest of it and stuff that people do on the weekends and what have you. And I cleared it on the weekend. Um, the multiplayer aspect of this game is the thing that people buy it for. It's kind of like FIFA or NBA or any of those kind of things where it's sort of annualized. So everyone buys a new version of it every year and then if they want to play multiplayer it becomes sort of a must have sort of thing Um, so it's a first person shooter with online play Um, you're distinctly underwhelmed very underwhelmed (laughs) I mean for 70 well like I mean look for 70 quid it's, you would expect a lot more out of this. I mean, you compare it to something like I don't know. We'll be talking about this later, I guess. Like Cyberpunk 2077. Are you move th- on to that? Actually, tell us great. about the ones you're you recommend. Yes, okay. great. Yeah, good. Because it's it just it's bad. It's not worth seventy quid at all. I mean, you can talk about like the acquisition of Activision by Microsoft. No, no let's no, not bother I, with that. Great. If, Thank talk you.
1: about the things that people are going to be getting as gifts <laughs> or buying for others.
7: Yes. So uh, one of the games that I would heartily recommend is Cyberpunk 2077. There is a new downloadable content pack called Phantom Liberty it stars Idris Elba this has become a bit of a thing now in the gaming world where they're actually bringing in actors to they'll scan their likeness into the game and it'll actually become a character in it in Cyberpunk 2077 uh, Keanu Reeves plays this character called Johnny Silverhand and essentially what the game is it's kind of like Fight Club in that Keanu Reeves is running around in your brain and he appears to you at different points and then telling you what to do and you have to kind of make choices as to whether to follow his advice or go do something else. Idris Elba appears in this downloadable content. Um, Cyberpunk 2077 was pretty controversial when it released two years ago because essentially what happened was was that there was massive, massive problems with it. In fact, they were so bad... That Sony was actually forced to take it off its online uh, sale. When you say portal. problems
1: or these glitches? With glitches the and playing. problems
7: and all the rest of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had to release like two separate patches in order to fix whole thing, and these were massive. massive but it's okay patches. now, is it? It's working perfectly now. Like I said, I was playing this uh, on the monitor that we'll be talking about later on, and it looked absolutely gorgeous. Um, so I would recommend if anyone's been thinking about uh, splashing out for Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, it's absolutely worth it. The, this is
1: Phantom Liberty. This, this version is the, of it.
7: yeah, this uh, this is the uh, add-on for it. It's absolutely worthwhile, and you can pick up. I mean, I know this has all been about new games and everything else, but you could very easily pick up Cyberpunk 2077 hand for about 20, 30 quid, and you'll have a ball with it. Okay, what about Sea of Stars? Yeah, so these very detailed, very deeply written games. Uh, Final Fantasy was an older was an older version of it, but Sea of Stars. It's made to look like a game that was made 25, 30 years ago, you know, that sort of way. So the pixels and all the rest of it, it's all looked very kind of, um, very retro, retro you know. Yeah. But, but people love that. People absolutely go bananas for it. You might recall Sarah Maria Griffin, the author who used to do the yes. game and saw this way back when. She raved about this in the garden, and I actually went out and played it on her, on the back of her review. And it was absolutely worth it. It's fantastic. It's really, really worth your time if you see it. Okay, you mentioned
1: monitors. Andy, I want to bring you in here because I know you game sort of FIFA and golf and things like that, maybe more of our age group than these (laughs) single shooter games or going online with friends. But when you game, do you connect to your television or to your laptop or to your desktop or just do it on your phone? What do you do?
2: So I've tried the console gaming, uh, small kind of like the Switch. Mm. I think the Switch is great. A lot of fun. Because And for the reason Brian said, it just makes me feel like it's years ago. You know, it's that great kind of feeling of a small console. But mostly, Matt, I use the television. So I run a cable from my PlayStation uh, to my television. And I like the big picture, the high definition. And I absolutely love that. And what about getting a specific monitor? So if you're serious about it, there are some superb monitors. And what they have started to do with gaming monitors is... Um, curved them so you have this curved screen and so it adds to the feeling of immersion and then of course you can add your headphones you have surround sound and so you're particularly you know these uh, first person shooter games you're in the game not just watching the game and mm.
7: you got use of a particular monitor did you Brian I did yeah this was the let me see if I can get this right the Samsung QLED monitor curved it's 34 inches this uh, now this is a very, very high-end piece of kit. Like I said, it's 639 euro. Full disclosure, I actually tried to buy this uh, when yeah. I was given it. I actually said, look, can I just hold on to this? I'll pay you for it. Can I keep it? They wouldn't let me keep it. Um, this is absolutely fantastic. I love this. It's interesting. What did you
1: love about it and why did you need it for your gaming? Because presumably you have a big TV that you can
7: connect to. Well, you see, this is the thing, right? So I've got like the Samsung, the frame thing at home in the sitting oh, room. Wow. Yeah. But, um, I wanted a TV up in the bedroom and my wife was like, absolutely not. We're not doing that. I hate that (laughs) look. So the compromise was, was, okay, can I get like a small kind of monitor and (laughs) slot it over in the corner? And that's really, I mean, that's why people, I think, use these gaming monitors because it doesn't take up a huge amount of space in any kind of room. Like if you have a box room or something like that, you can pop it on a desk, mm. you can put the yeah. console right beside it and there you have your little setup. Um, and not only that as well, but there's also the fact that like gaming monitors are now becoming so powerful and the refresh rates. Now the refresh rate, if you're wondering what that is, that's essentially the literally the millisecond it takes from the movement of the controller to what happens on screen. So for people who would be playing professionally or be streaming or what have you, That millisecond literally makes the difference between life and death.
2: And can I ask you, Brian, Mm. gaming chairs, right, essential pieces of kit. I have seen every house I visit now, everyone seems to have a gaming chair, even in their office. They're a waste of money. Are they?
7: They are an absolute waste of money. I've had them. They're a waste of money. Go to IKEA, go to any furniture shop, buy a regular office chair. Like that one literally right over there. They're absolutely fine. Those gaming chairs, I mean, look, I understand there's an element of kind of like, you know, teenagers or whatever, that everyone has to have the gaming chair that looks like a bucket seat and yeah. it's made by Recaro, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. But if you're actually serious about this, you do not need to buy one of them. In fact, I actually, maybe it's, again, this is my advanced stage or whatever. I don't know. But I find those gaming chairs really give me a twinge in the back. Whereas yeah. if I'm sitting in a normal kind of office chair, it's absolutely fine. Okay,
1: what about special headphones? Can you not just use your headphones that you use you for music? Yeah, you can. not. So why mean, do you have to go and buy special
7: Special headphones for gaming. Well, in the case of the Xbox Series X, they don't actually allow you to use Bluetooth. You have to use a specific. Uh, Xbox has their own Xbox wireless. It's basically just Microsoft wants you to buy their kit and not. You know, use your own. You see, I'm
1: asking this on behalf of lots of parents who might end up having to buy this extra kit yeah, for their sure. teenagers or younger children.
7: Yeah. So what you'll find as well is is that um, if you're playing the likes of Call of Duty or if you're playing Fortnite, if you're playing Apex Legends, you're playing any of these multiplayer games, they're all roaring at each other on the microphones. Yeah. So these gaming headsets will come with an actual microphone that you can. Scream all kinds of abuse into. I've done it. Um, the one that I had. Our uh,
1: encouragement to your friends.
7: Uh, sure. I mean, no, but in <laughs> fairness, like, I mean, if you're playing something like FIFA or whatever, I mean, I know people that will actually, like, call out, like, formations as they're playing it and stuff right. like that. It's, it gets pretty intense. Um, so the headset that I had was the Razer Barracuda X7.1. Um, this was lovely. It's uh, 79 quid. Uh, has virtual surround sound, memory foam cushion. I actually find that when I'm playing video games or whatever, and I wear glasses, obviously, um, I find that after a couple of hours, I'll kind of get this, like, pressure. I don't know if you find that as well, if you're wearing headphones oh. and glasses. yeah, Yeah. 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 Like after, after a while, you kind of get kind of pressure. These were lovely and comfortable. They're very, very nice. Um, the detachable mic that's on it, uh, you can pop that out, which means essentially that if you're walking down to the shop or if you're doing whatever it's not as ostentatious as a lot of those gaming headsets kind of tend to be, I think. So this is a little bit more... I guess uh, stealth, if you like. Okay, is
1: there new hardware available at present? I mean, see, for example, Nintendo have a new Switch, do they?
7: Yes. So this is the Nintendo Switch OLED, and um, this is, goes for three hundred and sixty-four euro. It has up to nine hours of battery life. This is the Mario Red Edition. The Mario Red Edition, with. yeah. So, what hold
1: th- on, if you have a Nintendo
7: Switch as it is, yeah, do you need this to replace Absolutely it? Absolutely not. Absolutely. Well, I mean, okay. The first generation Nintendo Switch had a lot of problems with it. One of the big things that they had was, was was this thing called Joy-Con Drift. And essentially what that was, was that if you were playing the video, if you were playing the Nintendo Switch, if you were to take your thumbs off the control sticks, you'd find that the the sticks were kind of moving by themselves. Now, Nintendo offered loads of guarantees that, you know, they would replace them or whatever, and you'll very rarely find most Nintendo Switches have this solved. But this new version of the Nintendo Switch, the OLED version, has this completely sorted, and it has a big, lovely new screen on it as well. Um... Good and portable as well, isn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Like The you bus through the train or whatever. Correct, exactly. You can throw this into a bag, you can throw this into, you know, whatever. Battery life? Battery life. It says here up to nine hours of battery life. Now, that's, I would imagine that's literally if you just have the thing on and you're looking at the menu or something like that. If you're actually playing it, I would say that kind of boils down to a you, bit. You
1: know, of Andy, how I keep banging on about battery life, <laughs> don't I? I'm at it again tonight. No, uh, but it's
7: true. Like, nine hours, I, I mean, if, if, if sure, nine hours if you're doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. But I think if you're playing something with it, like if you're playing something like, you know, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, you're probably going to get four errors on it. But again... The great thing about the switch is, is that the the plug is pretty cheap and or sorry it's pretty easy to carry around
2: and so you can just plug it into a wall and you can keep You like
1: the switch, do you? And I thought it was more for kids and teenagers. Yeah,
2: I like I, I like the switch because of the retro effect. Yeah, and I think if you don't and I, your point about it, you don't need a second one if you've already got one. Yeah, but it's kind of a fun addition and the OLED screen is nice.
7: It's lovely. Yeah, the screen is really really cool. and that was kind of a problem with previous versions of the switch as well that the screen is a little bit fuzzy mm. but this is lovely and clear.
1: I've got to leave it there, Brian Lloyd. Thank you very much, and I normally do move it great to come in and have you doing games Andy O'Donoghue, thank you very much for everything you've done throughout the show this evening, to all our other contributors uh, but particularly I also have to mention Orla Kearney who has been the producer in charge of all of this and Hall O'Connell also got involved in gathering all of the items so our big thanks to the two of them and to the rest of the production team, uh, Dear Doyle Liz O'Neill and Eveen Meehan and also to Stephen McLoone who looked after sound and also to all the camera operatives who we've had in the studio. Today, which is quite unusual for us, but we're going to be putting some of these items up for you to enjoy on video as well. So that's it for tonight's programme. Again, thank you. And of course, curries. Have to forget, can't forget that curries supplied us with all of the gadgets, and all of these are available in Curry's shops as well. Until tomorrow at half four from me, Matt Cooper, have a great evening.
5: The last word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4:30.